Hello everyone and welcome to the Video Gamer Podcast, number 422. It's the 27th, let me wrangle that. No, you'll be listening to it on the 28th and it's <laughs> and that's when we record it, so it's the 28th today. Yes, uh, of sure. July. You know. I, I think I think they've punctured the um, illusion that we've been mm. trying to create there. I think it's been punctured a long time yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, people actually. aren't that silly. They know. And actually, the tweet goes out even saying that we record it on a Tuesday. That's true. So yeah, I don't well, really yeah. know why I ever tried to maintain the illusion. To be no, honest with you, but forget it. Fuck it. That voice you hear is Richmond Walker, and I, of course, am Josh Wise. And welcome. Hello. Um, Hello. How have you been doing, Richmond? Yeah, I've been all right. Been all right. Uh, sporadic sleep patterns again. Because I've been playing yeah. lots of stuff. Um, video games, obviously. Video games, yeah. I've had another eBay delivery. You'll be happy to know. Yes. Uh, oh, the, the what bouncer. did you get? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I played That's... it for a bit. It does. I don't know that it holds up that well. No, absolutely not. I don't really think it held up in the year 2001. No. But um, that's the Tetsuya Nomura thing, yeah, isn't it? It is. It's a it's a it's a fighting well not fighting it's a clobbering game let's call it yeah but the play is a person who looks like the protagonist of Kingdom Hearts yeah uh, but he is a bouncer indeed and you just have to go around battering people and uh, it's a bit sort of floaty and slow yes that's it's, my memory uh, of because yeah. I played this game uh, the do you remember I can't remember if I said on the podcast choices video. I do. kind of like the uh, the blockbuster alternative thing, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I rented the bouncer because it, it, at the time, and it sounds funny now, but it was like the best graphics I'd ever seen. Oh, God, yeah. That trailer, that first trailer with that train yes. that's on fire. Yeah. was yeah. just like, just oh, outrageous. It was, yeah. Uh, mm. But then, of course, it was, you know, it's a class, classic thing where it's just like, yeah, but it's graphics, but what's the gameplay like? And I remember playing it. And of course, I was a kid then. Anyway, so I was like rubbish at games, but like I couldn't get any. It was. It felt like it was underwater. Like yeah. it was so slow motion. Very it was rubbish. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, what What made you uh, go for that one then? Just out of interest. Well, I never played it originally, and I'd always been mm. curious. And I, I think I'd seen someone mention it on Twitter. Hmm. Um, and yeah, I found a really, really cheap copy. I was like, well, why not? Yeah, why, why not add not? it to the collection? And, it is. I tell know. you what. It is one of those sort of like little little curios. Exactly. Isn't it? Like, I kind of like on the, sh- on the shelf. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm a sucker for that. Do you know what that game? I can't remember if I talked about it on the podcast, but uh, Neo: The World Ends with You. Yeah. Um, it's the best thing from Tetsuya Nomura that I've played personally. I know really? that might be might be blasphemy for to to some, but I really mm. felt like. It's everything that I sort of feel that he really sort of tries to do in Kingdom Hearts, but just d- d- does it a lot better. More coherent, really... I imagine. Oh, man. Yeah, more <laughs> coherent. And also kind of like a... I mean, what, what isn't? But yeah. like a sort of spiky art style that that's actually quite cool. And it's a little bit like Yakuza, because it's like Ooh. it's set in Shibuya. Well, and it's I mean... all... It, Obviously, yeah. I'm interested in that now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you just got you can get it. Uh, there's a demo out. It's coming out on I think PS4, yeah. Switch, and I. Th- I, think I think it's out. Might be it. I think it might be out now. Actually, is the actual proper game out now? Yeah. It's oh God! Yeah, I think released, you're right. Yeah, it released on Tuesday, today, but, yesterday. Oh, whatever. yesterday. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Love it, love it. But you can get the demo. The demo is like eight hours long, and then all your shit what? transfers over. That's a yeah, big yeah, demo. It's bonkers. I think I played it for like five hours. I Are you reviewing that then? 
Uh, no, I've got too much on. But I did do a feature, and I can't remember if we talked about it on the pod, but mm. uh, I did do a feature about Neo yeah. and about how I don't usually find much in Nomura's games, but something in that game really spoke to me. Really, really cool. I think you'll get a kick out of just exploring Shibuya and all that okay. sort of stuff. Mm. Um, it's like a really Probably. trendy won't get around to it because I've got too mm. much on as well. It's a it's mm. a weird time at the moment. It seems <laughs> yeah, to have, it is. It's like so, do you remember the old summer drought thing? That doesn't yep. seem to be a thing at all anymore. Everyone New? plonks their games in this you know, usually fallow summer window. <laughs> yeah, it's funny, and that, isn't and, it? Uh, yeah. And now we're like well, flapping about deciding what to review and I know. I mean it's better <laughs> to have too much work than not enough, right? No. Definitely oh, not. Right. I'd, rather, I'd rather just have nothing to do. <laughs> that would suit me down to the ground. You can put you put put some some cracking daytime TV on. And, exactly. Uh, you know. Yeah, you know, I've got all the yeah, ITV well, quiz shows to watch. They're <laughs> not going to watch themselves, mate. <laughs> You're a busy man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough to you. Yeah. Yeah. Load of good releases. Actually, on that note, uh, mm. we got we got to jump in. I will suspend the because yeah. uh, I was going to. Oh no, I already did that. I was going to say I was going to do some ice cream chat, but oh, we got wow. we got a li- well we got a listener doing a question about it. So I sort of thought, oh well, we can cover that nicely. Hold on, the, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is this Uh-oh. a follow up to last week's question about ice cream, or mm, mm, are you doubling mm. up? Have you accidentally <laughs> got the same question? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a response to our twister love. Okay. Okay, yeah, interesting, yeah, yeah. interesting. Yeah, so I'll dangle that now, keep you on tenterhooks for later. You should be um, promoting lemon heads, those little oh, yeah. lemon sweets Actually, as well. no, good job, good some. job. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's an American, because, and I've spoken before about my, uh, my local off-license over the mm. road. Yeah. Their commitment to, uh, to just great, interesting snack foods is unbelievable. Um mm. And she's only gone and got a little sort of American import shelf in there, Lovely. hasn't she? And Very nice. yeah, I got a box, and it was like one pound fifty. So, and it's quite a big bloody box as well. Of this thing called Lemonheads. Well, it actually just says Lemonhead. I'm thinking of like little nerds, those sort of <laughs> things. Are they like that? Uh, they're they're like the size of maybe a little bit bigger than a skittle. Like, okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So they but they have you sort of. You can suck on them for like 10 seconds or something and then you chew them and you right. get a real burst of like sour, lemony energy. And I can only, uh, I can only imagine that the uh, amount of chemicals. <laughs> oh God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what's funny is I always laugh at this when I see this on the box. It says, because I'm holding it here, naturally and artificially flavoured. Why would you say that? <laughs> it's, just, it's just sort of like, if you're admitting it's artificial anyway... It yeah. doesn't really make you look or sound good if you go, but there are some natural things. Yeah, yeah. It's not well. all. It's not all shite. It's not all shit, but yeah. yeah. Uh, we put some actual lemons in this. Little lemons in it, and I I sent you a picture of the lemon fella. Didn't yeah, he's I? brilliant. Obviously, he I is think great. He should be the thumbnail for this podcast. I think he probably should as well. I'll yeah. talk to producer Dan about it. Um, you would think, or at least pop him the, in the corner. That'd be good. Yeah, just yeah, just a little <laughs> off to the side and say. By the way, we're talking about lemon heads this week. Um, it's annoying because it's one of those recommendations where if people listen to this and they go, "Bloody hell, I really want a lemon head," then they'll have to sort of hunt it down because mm. you'd need you'd need or you'd probably get it off the internet or something. But you would, th- if I said to you, "Oh, Rich, this um, 
this sweet company, right? They've got a, they've got a, le- they're called Lemonhead. And they've got a little yeah. lemon sort of mascot fella, right? Uh-huh. And uh, and I said he's he's a, he's a lemon and he's got a little s- sort of smiley face. Yeah. You would probably think that the lemon was vertically aligned. I'm sorry, but he's also got a little bow tie, John. Uh, so, uh, and a bow tie as well. <laughs> he, it, this is a mascot very much yeah. in the vein of Mr. Peanut. Well, he looks a bit like Charlie Brown. He does. He does yeah. look a bit like Charlie Brown. <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah. But it may shock people to know that they've actually put the lemon on its side, and actually, little Lemonhead fella, he's got a really wide lemony head with a little bow tie. Well, it's you're weird. either you're either going for sort of Bert from Sesame Street, mm. which mm. is you know the vertical lemon, but I think the horizontal <laughs> lemon makes more sense because you've got sort of little sticky out ears. You do. You, you've yeah. got the little ears. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, and I think maybe if you, if you align the lemon vertically, maybe a little bit, a little bit too much, like Mr. Peanut. You know, or or he was, he, from all, 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 imagine if Mr. Peanut was aligned horizontally, it'd be sort of a big oh, fat inert peanut. Wouldn't well, it? Also, he'd have sort of a big dip in the in his chin <laughs> and top of his head. <laughs> yes, he would. Yeah, yeah. It'd, it'd be weird that if someone could mock that up for us, that'd be great. I'd love to see Mr. Peanut because also he wouldn't be, he couldn't quite be as posh. By the no. way, is Mr. Peanut the most snobby of all the mascots? Um, he's up there he's with got, the Monopoly Man, isn't he? Oh, true. Actually, mm. I should say food mascots. Okay, food mascot. Yeah, I mean, Definitely, who who right? else is as snobby as um? He's Mr. got a, a, a cane, and a, a monocle, and a top hat. Yeah, and weird little legs that peanuts don't have. Yeah, if so. any of the listeners can think of a, a snobbier, snootier mascot, food mascot, mm. I'd love to hear it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Send it in. Send it in. Anyway, it's about that time that we talk about some video games. I think I'm You're getting hot vibes. Yeah. The dreaded hub vibes. Yeah. I'm getting hub vibes. Yeah. The dreaded hub vibes. Yeah. You don't want to compromise your orangey bit. I'm buzzing. I do want one. Don't get your top bit pushed in. Rich, you've been playing some interesting curios. We were just talking on yeah. the intro bit about how, at the moment, there's just loads and loads of video games. And weirdly, then it's not like all of a sudden like do you remember, like in the summer when mm-hmm. it was like Ghost of Tsushima and then it was like The Last of Us straight after that yeah. and then like a couple of months later they launched the bloody PS5 like this is all like uh, kind of indie or mid-tier sort of lots of smaller video games but that, that just look really good well yeah I was about to say good ones mm, <laughs> so you can't yeah. we can't really ignore them or at least good I don't ones. feel like we can no no absolutely not the one I'm interested in uh, well I'm interested in both actually mm-hmm. I don't know which one to do first no I do we'll do Death's Door because everyone's yeah. talking about Death's Door yes um, indeed I would not have thought for a moment uh, that you would like this game uh, but I, you do I, like I the game yeah mm. and uh, you see this is why we can never afford this is why you should play Returnal by the way I love getting one's expectations upended. Um, oh, so, Death's Door, sort of isometric viewpoint, is it? Or is it, uh, it is, on? yeah. It's isometric. Yeah. yeah. Mm, An um, isometric viewpoint. And it's a sort of Dark Souls-y, Zelda-y hack and slash with a dodgeball. Yeah. I mean, it's the easiest uh, way yeah. to sum it up, but it's. I feel like it's more than some of those parts because I'm not a big Dark Souls guy, so this was off-putting to me mm. in that it was being compared to a souls like yeah but it's not yeah. it's far more forgiving like if you die 
it's a minor <clears throat> setback. You don't lose any of the like souls you've accumulated, any of the currency. Mm. You don't really lose anything. You just go back to the previous checkpoint, and the checkpoints mm. are quite generous. Um, but anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. I should probably set it up, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah? sure. All right, so you play as a little crow fella who is a reaper, <laughs> and his job is to reap the souls of the recently departed and return them right. to the, the Hall of Doors where the Soul Vault stores them. Okay. Um, but his latest assigned soul has gone missing. It's been stolen. So he's stuck on this job until he can return this soul. But... Um, it's stuck behind death's door, basically, and he has to <laughs> he has to retrieve three giant souls to kind of break this door open. Oh, okay. So there's right, three main enough. bosses. So there you got your you got your get you got your game template right there. It's like an exactly. old Zelda. It's like go go north, go east, go west. Yeah. yeah. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. North east oh, west. Really? Yeah. Oh. Precisely that. Oh. There you um, go then. So yeah, there's there's uh, you start with um, what's her name, Granny Pot. Thingy. She's got a pot on her head. <laughs> granny um, Pot! Brilliant! Yeah. I can't remember. Her, her name's not that, but it's something like yeah. that. Pot um, Granny, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, that she, you go to her house and you explore the house and stuff, and uh, you acquire new abilities. Um, you can face little mini bosses to upgrade those abilities. <clears throat> and sort of open ended structure, you can kind of go and do other things. It's a bit Metroidvania y, so you'll notice like glowing walls that you can't destroy until you come back later with this new ability and little um, anchor points that you have to uh, wait until you get this hook shot to be able to traverse those. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, now, is it my imagination or are you also not really a fan of the Metroidvania? I can't remember your opinion on that. I do like the Met. I've played some good Metroidvanias. Like, I, I enjoy them. Like, Castlevania, okay. Lords of Shadow was a good one and mm. Guacamole. Oh, that, well, whoa, whoa, whoa there. Lords of Shadow, famously, of course, was not a cast, was not a Metroidvania. It was. You could come back with new abilities later and access new areas. Could you? Yeah, absolutely. I thought that game was was like a kind of a departure. I like don't it was very think, linear. I don't. No, think no, no. You, you, have, you have to. to. I don't think on you the have level. To. I think there was optional stuff. Yeah, and also there were there were really linear, closed off levels that you had to go to the level yeah. screen and then just kind of load up. Whereas a Metroidvania is kind of an open, structured okay. game that. Well, it had anyway, anyway, places you could access later with new abilities, but yeah, it was linear otherwise. But yeah. that was one that sprung to mind. Maybe not a good okay. example. But yeah, Guacamole yeah, what about like Ori? And, Ori and the Ori, the yeah. The things like that. Yeah, I do enjoy them. I kind of like that um, curiosity kind of peaks where you're like, oh, I wonder what's there. And I wonder mm. how I get in there. And then getting the ability and being like, oh, there you go. I've unlocked all these new areas. Okay. And uh, Death Store does that really well. Um, yeah, it's not a nice kind of compact, fairly small sort of uh, game as well not in a mm. sort of negative sense in a nice in a nice way it's a good size it's sort of big but not too big oh, okay so it's kind of pleasurable to explore and I yeah, love the combat yeah. mechanics as well they're really simple like you know hitting X is like your little kind of slash combo and depending on the weapon you have you can do it to like three hits like the more powerful oh, nice. weapons like restricted to two um, and you've got a little dodge roll and as you gather souls, you can go back to the uh, Hall of Doors and upgrade those abilities so you become a bit more agile, so you, there's less cooldown on your dodge roll or, you know, oh, you'll swipe yeah, yeah. fast with your weapon and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, that's nice. That's nice. That's nice. Um, what, and uh, this is, it's the same studio that did Titan Souls, right? It's Acid Yeah. Nerve. So this is their second game and it's so assured and uh, yeah, well made. Yeah. It's like, 
yeah, really, really impressive from a studio making its second project. Um, pretty amazing. So yeah, 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 I really rate it. I think it's a really good game and it's really enjoyable. And I think you dig it, Josh. Uh, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to check. Well, there's just so much on at the yeah. minute. I'm gonna have to sort of put it on the sort of mid tier. <laughs> play, you know, play it maybe for like a game of the year thing if it's yeah. that good. But I do think it deserves to be kind of uh, mentioned <clears throat> in that conversation. To be honest, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I do think oh, it's um, yeah, it's really, really good. I just love the art style as well. It's kind of a slightly cell shaded sort of. Yeah, it um, does look nice. Style, yeah, minimalistic. Yeah, yeah. It look, it looks nice. Yeah, oh, I'm, 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 uh, I'm gonna have to get on it. Mm. Uh, I tell you what, I'm weirdly like more interested in. Go on. Uh, just because I've had people text me about this game is Last Stop. Okay. Yeah. Which is kind of like it's weird because whenever like London turns up in a video game, I'm inherently interested. Uh, yeah. Because I li- live in London, but also <coughs> like. The way that games do London is really interesting. Like, Watch Dogs Legion, I felt, did not really succeed. Whereas, like, the original Getaway, strangely, did succeed in a way. Yeah. And I've heard that Last Stop, like, really, really nails uh, the kind of normal, mundane, not yeah. amped up aspects of London, which I'm kind of yeah, intrigued about. it does. It kind of, um, it nails that sort of, uh, those small little out outer kind of more not rural but suburban areas mm. it gets that right because mm. you know i've obviously lived in a few of those places so i can attest to uh Indeed. it being pretty uh spot on yeah so this is uh variable state which is yep. the uh the studio that did virginia i really liked uh virginia i did too <clears throat> yeah yeah i, I thought did. it was really really interesting mm. um and this is not so. This is this is not quite the same. This is kind of like I suppose you should call this an adventure game. You play as multiple characters living yeah. in London, yeah, um, and each of them becomes in some way involved with a sort of supernatural element. Exactly. Um, yeah. I don't know much about it, so which is great because that means I can't spoil it for anyone. But something supernatural goes on. Yeah. And all of these, all of these light, these d- different lives are sort of. Uh, affected by it but well yeah what's what's it like give me the give me the scoop i've only played the first two chapter of, uh, chapters of each character's story of which there are three mm. so there's yeah i've played six of 18 chapters so third um and yeah. i've i've kind of um had a few brushes with the supernatural so far and it's very strange mm. i'm i'm still not sure what's going on so i, I couldn't spoil anything if i wanted to and which i wouldn't um <laughs> right right yeah but it's it's cool it's um yeah, it, I don't, it's a hard one to kind of put my finger on so early into it. Is it like you, branching um, dialogue and stuff? Yeah, yeah, but I don't. Sometimes you don't really feel like the dialogue choices make that much of a difference. Huh. I mean, if it does, it's really well disguised. Yeah, um, right, right, right. Because it seems like the responses, there's three, you get three basically assigned to the face buttons. There are three different responses, and sometimes they feel quite similar. Uh, huh. Sometimes they don't, but often they do. Um, okay. Well, yeah. Sort of. Yeah, that sort of is a funny thing in games where it's like <clears throat> you get like a choice of things, hmm? and it's like you can say no or you can say like hmm, nah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you can choose things yeah. that are like, well, does it really matter which one I choose? And of course, the whole 
telltale thing of like they're going to remember that. Like yeah, that's, that that's, doesn't come up or anything. <laughs> that, well, that's nice at least. Yeah, yeah <laughs> is the story actually pulling you in so far? Then you sort of yeah. get a feel for these characters at least. It's not the sort of thing where I'm two chapters in and I'll abandon it. Like I'm in now. I, I want to know what happens. Okay. Um, but it's odd. It's very odd. Um, you've got one who's a woman who works at like this really sort of techie robotics company, and Ooh. she's um, cheating on her husband. Um, Ooh, and she's got a intrigue. sort of intrigue, a weird, a sort of bad, fairly bad relationship with her father. Huh. Um, so yeah, there's that. There's plenty of uh, meaty stuff to explore there that I haven't quite scratched the surface of. Yeah. Then uh, he plays a guy called John. He's kind of a bit of an everyman. He's got a daughter. He's sort of single father. Huh. Um, and I don't want to spoil what happens to him because it's better to not know. <laughs> he, he dies very early on. No, no, no. It's nothing like that. But it, it is odd, and it's like, oh, okay. So, uh, okay. yeah, yeah. And, what about I mean, the, if you um... liked a certain type of movie of the eighties? You'll you'll be loving that. Um, I won't <laughs> yeah. say any more Cryptic. than that. Yeah, Cryptic. and then um, could be anything from the thing to Wall Street. Who knows? Exactly. Well, I'm not going to say. I'm going to yeah leave that dangling in the open. Which the, 80s movie is Rich talking about? Find out next time. Or movies. It was kind of a su- bit of a subgenre. I mean, I suppose Ooh. 70s and 90s as well, maybe. Okay. Actually, early 2000s. Now I think of it. As oh well. my god! It's just yeah, a genre yeah, yeah. that has never died. <laughs> no, no, no. I think, in fact, I think this year a kind of twist on that genre actually released as well, which na- oh might my. narrow it down for you. Okay. But um, I'll right. say no more. I'll, say I'll no have, more. A, th- <laughs> I'll have um, a think. And, and then uh, the third character is a, a young girl uh, called Donna. Bit of a delinquent. Um, mm. She plays truant a lot. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, okay. but she finds this derelict warehouse and some freaky goings on there with Ooh. a couple of her friends. Sort of so, like uh, alien vibes. You yeah, know? yeah. It looks a bit like in its tone, in the sort of weird kind of Londony vibe, and and the, I think one of the trailers had a thing where a character opened the door and, and the other side of the door was just like glowing light or whatever. And I yeah. sort of thought like, this kind of has the vibe of like a Doctor Who episode or something like that, you know, that kind of combination of like far out sci-fi with really grounded, rainy London, you know. Yeah, although, do you know what? I haven't seen any rain yet, so how realistic is this? Ooh. You know, I don't know. It's raining, it's raining right now as I look is out it? the window. you lucky yeah. sod, it's not here. Yeah, it's lovely here. Oh. Bloody love it. Oh. Bloody love it. Send it this way. But anyway, that's last stop, and it's interesting, mm. and I'm going to play more, and maybe I'll have some more detailed thoughts on that. You some know. juicy, juicy if thoughts. If not next time, then the time after that. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. Mm. Uh, well, we've got a lot of news to get through, um, but I might just ask you before we depart yeah. uh, for your take on uh, another, another uh, kind of game that's popped up that I sort of as well it's kind of caught me by surprise but there a lot of people are really enjoying it it's Chris Tales oh yeah yeah this is cool I'm, I'm sort of a bit upset in a way that it has released in this kind of busy window because it's the sort of mm. thing I would like to sit down and really chew over but really get into yeah, yeah. I've had kind of one four hour session with it and I've not been back because well I, I thought I'd do Death's Door because it's a lot shorter and quicker yeah, to yeah. get out there and uh, now I've got last stop, so I'm going to go back to it. I intend to try and finish it, but um, mm. it's good. It's kind of uh, the developer described it as like a love letter to JRPGs, and I suppose in in that respect, it's <laughs> it's a turn based RPG. It's got kind of um, <laughs> right. it's got a nice art style. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. What what what's, what developer is it, by the way? 
Oh, man. Now you put me on the spot. Uh-oh. I can't remember. Is it someone quite small or massive? I think it's a small developer because it, it's taken quite a long time. Dreams Incorporated. Ooh. Yeah. So, okay. I don't know. It must be relatively new. Um, yeah. But, yeah, no, it's cool. I like it. I kind of like the... Um, the environments as well, they've got a lot of depth, so you can walk into and out of these kind of... It's almost like a pop-up book, kind of fairy tale hmm. sort of thing. Um, I and, am and always wary yeah, of uh, love letters, generally. This one this one I like so far. I really like it. Yeah. There's some interesting mechanics, um, like timing-based stuff. Like if you slash an enemy at the right time and then press A or X, you'll get another little bonus slash and depending on your timing it'll either double the hit or do sort of fifty percent the same damage or whatever. Huh. So it's got it's got a nice little quirk to the nice to the combat. Mechanics. That sounds a little bit more lively than say for instance like yeah. uh I am Setsuna or Lost Sphere. Like Tokyo RPG Factory mm. <clears throat> that is a studio of like love letters, right? Yeah. Well it's yeah, made with it, that purpose. Made exactly with that sort of purpose yeah. in mind. And then I think a lot of people that were sort of like, Yeah this is this is good but it mm. It doesn't, it you know, in being a love letter, it kind of limits itself because it, it can only ever be a sort of like an homage to to that genre. Oh, I I think it, games. I think it still goes off on its own kind of um, path. Mm. I, I'd say it's its own thing. It doesn't. It's got elements of the JRPG that are recognisable, but it still feels like it's something different. Mm. Um, like the look and the mechanics and stuff, and the um, whole time bending aspect. So, uh, for a lot of it. Mostly the combat sections. Actually, no, some of the exploration as well. The screen is divided into three sections. I can't remember if I told you this when I saw you at the pub or whether we spoke <laughs> about it last week. I think you mentioned something in the pub about you had some water and then it froze or something. That's it. So, like, um, yeah, there's three sections to the screen. The middle is the present, and it's like mm. a big triangle. Then at e- either side is past and present. Uh, future, sorry, past and future. So, like, oh, yeah, you'll yeah. come to this village, say, and the present will just be, you know, as is. Then the past will be the, the castle being constructed or something. And then the future, maybe the whole place is flooded and there's rubbish everywhere. Huh. So, you know, it's foretelling disaster. But in combat, yeah. that actually translates into um, sort of proper things you can do. So, if you've got enemies on the right, you can use a future crystal and they'll become old and they'll either be sort of more powerful and experienced or maybe they'll be a bit decrepit. So it's kind of a strategical thing, like do you risk it and kind of... Uh, Accelerate their age and just yeah, batter them. Exactly, yeah. and then conversely on the past side, you can make them like little cubs, like say there's a little deer or something, you can make it a, a little fawn that you can just oh, nice. you know, kill a lot easier. Or say you're fighting a robot, like parts of it will be missing because they haven't been assembled yet or something, or in the future it'll be oh, like I rusty see, yeah. or... Oh yeah, yeah, there's a thing. The example I told you was um, there's characters with a shield, and you can use a water spell in the present on it, and then take it to the future, and it will have rusted. Oh so yeah, so it's clever yeah. little things like that. You know, a bit of lateral thinking. It's it's um, cool. Interesting. What's, a really what's interesting the sort game. Of, um, sort of story vibe because obviously JRPG, loving the story. <clears throat> yeah. what's, what's that all about? Well, you're um, this character called Chris Bell, and you meet this guy called <laughs> Christopher. And I think that's the Chris <laughs> tales of the title. <laughs> two two people okay. called Chris, and yeah, Brilliant. they. Um, what a premise! That's great. I know, right? I think they both have these time bendy kind of um, abilities, and she learns to kind of use them and awaken them. And I think right. basically the kind of end game is you're sort of protecting your village from disaster, 
Um, so I think you can correct the kind of past to secure the future or whatever. But yeah. I've not, I don't feel like I've got far enough to really get a proper sense of the story and where it's going. Um, but what I've played so far is really good, and yeah, I wish I could have just uh, kind of sat with it and put really some more time into it. Yeah, because yeah. I'm enjoying it. And it's on Game Pass as well, so if anyone's got Game Pass and fancies a dabble, same goes for Last Stop. Uh, they're both on mm. Game Pass. So yeah, I'd, I'd recommend having a go. Yeah, I'll have so, to have a go. I'll have yeah. to have a go. I'll have to find the time. I'm currently playing a thing that I can't talk about, yeah. so I will have to leave you in suspense until next week. But I will see if I can find the time to jump in. In Excellent. the meantime, we're going to have to jump in uh, to some news, so brace yourself. Oh, 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 hot dog. Oh, man. Dog, D, dog. Dog, 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 Item number one this week is Activision Blizzard is being sued by the state of California over widespread harassment of women that's being reported uh, from inside the company. Mm. Uh, horrible business. Activision Blizzard, so the apparently the lawsuit from uh, being levied by the state of California accuses Activision Blizzard of fostering a, quote, pervasive frat boy workplace culture. Uh, that it says has led to years of female employees being subject to, quote, constant sexual harassment, unequal pay, uh, and retaliation. Uh, hmm. As reported by Bloomberg, the suit was filed on July 20th um, by the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing. And the agency says it undertook a two-year investigation that found multiple instances of discrimination against female employees, including in regards to pay, assignments and promotion prospects and the agency also adds that the company's leadership has also consistently failed to take steps to avoid or prevent discrimination uh, and harassment following these incidents and this is this is like so recent i think just this year was it this year that where ubisoft um was it the assassin's I creed it might have been last year right was it last year i lose track of time yeah me too the, the I, i'm not sure of covid but yeah. there's a huge um Almost like a surge, like a like a surge going through right now. Because mm. it started at Riot Games, which actually I, it was interesting. It was more or less the same wording, almost of a, a sort of frat boy workplace culture that was reported at, at Riot Games. If you remember that, I think yeah, I do. Yeah, two thousand nineteen yeah. or something. And then of course Ubisoft. Um, I think the creative director of Assassin's Creed Valhalla had to step down, and there was stuff that went right up to the top, including the board of directors, which yep. amounted to a similar thing in terms of a work, in terms of a culture being in place that that seems hostile to women. Yeah. Um, Activision Blizzard responded to uh, to this lawsuit in a fairly lengthy statement. I won't read out the entire statement, but if, if you go go onto videogamer.com, because uh, our news guy Ben has written it up there and includes the full statement as well. Uh, but Activision Blizzard responded to it uh, with, with a statement given to The Verge, uh, saying, quote, uh, We value diversity and strive to foster a workplace uh, that offers inclusivity for everyone. Uh, there's no place in our company or industry or any industry for sexual misconduct or harassment of any kind. We take every allegation seriously and investigate all claims. Uh, in, ca in cases related to misconduct, action was taken uh, to address the issue. However... Uh, 
around 1500 so after in response to in response to the response um, around 1500 Activision Blizzard employees signed a petition uh, slamming the company's response uh, to the lawsuit they signed an open letter to the company's management <coughs> condemning the response yeah uh, and it said uh, uh, so, uh, there was an internal memo from from executive Francis Townsend, uh, which which the respondent condemned. Oh. Yeah, uh, saying qu- uh, quote abhorrent and insulting to all that we believe our company mm. should should stand for. And the letter claimed the statement quote creates a company atmosphere that disbelieves victims and also uh, casts doubt on our organisation's ability to hold abusers accountable for their actions. Uh, and mm. foster a safe environment for victims to come forward in the future. So the number signing the petition started at around 800 signatures, um, yeah. according to according to Kotaku's report. Uh, as per Bloomberg, has it over a thousand, and then PC Gamer has reported that it's more than 1,500 signatures so far. So this might yeah. be. Is this the is this the biggest case? I mean, are Activision Activision Blizzard are probably the bigger. Well, yeah, uh, it's, it's it's pretty huge, and it's just. Ugh. It's so shit to hear. This. It is. It's, it's depressing. Also, what's it's just really one after weird? Another, isn't it? It's just. It's got to stop, man. It's fucked mm. up. Also, like the response from management is is yeah, so it's, odd because it's yeah. really mixed. Mm. Like you'll get one person who says, you know, it's not good enough because this was this this was another thing. One of the there was a uh, emails that were that were leaked um, or or. or Posted online by by Bloomberg internal emails, so you know one one of which said something along the lines of "We've got to do better," and then another one effectively denying it and yeah. saying, yeah. "You know, actually these aren't problems." So even the management it seems, it seems like they're so they're so disconnected from the kind of mm. from the day to day doings that they have a, a warped version of what's going on inside their own company well, at, it's at, its, it, at its highest levels. Based on the report, that, I mean, I wrote this up as well. It just sounds like there's a lot of dickheads. Activision Blizzard. Mm. I mean, the mm. the cube crawls. I don't know if you read that. Like stuff like that. It's just yeah. It's just yeah. gross. Don't be a fucking creepy asshole. It's mm. not that hard. Mm. You know? And this is why it seems it seems like it's a whole culture wide thing. Yeah. Like because it's on it's on it's on low it's it's on like the dev floor. Well, it's allowed. Like, yeah. It's, like, it's, it's, it's been allowed. Yeah. Like it's it's so so then it becomes a kind of you know. And there was a, there was a similar thing. With, uh, or at least reports of a similar thing with mm. with Quantic Dream as regards their culture, and then I think David Cage sued that French newspaper for yeah. you know defamation or whatever it was. But it, mm. it's those sorts of things where the management is distanced from an issue, and so a sort of culture becomes accepted and then I mean per- pervasively spreads. There's no smoke without fire, mate. You know. Mm. So uh, I mean, a lot of people quick to say, oh, but you know, well. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's it, there's just loads of people saying it's a problem. Yeah, there's 1,500 signatures yeah, on a petition exactly. that say that the management's response to a lawsuit by the gov- by the government of California, yeah. California is condemnable and not true. So that you know, the idea that I, ju- I just think it's a case of upper management just being quite disconnected, or maybe, maybe perhaps they're in denial. Maybe they don't want to believe that the company is like that, but it's just not an appropriate response. Yeah, it's, it's well, ostrich syndrome ain't going to help, is it? Mm, Stick your head in the sand, forget it. Anyway, on to mm. we'll we'll have to keep an eye and see how that situation develops. Yeah. Uh, we shall let you know. Um, in happier news, or well, if it's happier, I don't know. This one's weird. It's uh, it's the Dead Space remake, which 
it's I'm like happy about that. I'm happy about it, but also it's kind of it's kind of weird because and we, we spoke about this when we were at the pub. Mm. Um, I'd be super up for just a new Dead Space, and well, yeah. I'm not I'm not not happy that there's a remake. It's just that the thing is, is that unlike like number one, D- Dead Space doesn't have the cultural cachet of Resident Evil Two, right? Yeah. So yeah. when Resident Evil Two gets remade, it's like, oh fuck! All right then. Well, this is sort of huge, and well, I've got to get on this. But the thing is, it's kind of twofold. It's like, Dead Space is currently available. It's backwards compatible. You can go play it on the Xbox. Um, It still looks really good. And it still holds up really, really well. Its gameplay holds up really well. Its premise is still fresh. It's still really exciting to play. And it's graphically, I still think it's a beautiful game. And its sound design is incredible. So, it's not... It's not bad. Like it's it's fine. It's great. Hey, look, you know, any new Dead Space is great. It's just I, I kind of whenever I hear about it, I'm like, oh yeah. yeah. Well, I just I really of... hope that Motive know what they're doing with it, and that you know they do say they're remaining faithful and they're going to restore cut content and stuff. I'm wondering, like, yeah, was this content cut for a reason though? Well, was this it, is was this it was limitations, actual... maybe. You know, I don't know. It sounds like it might have been just sort of pragmatic, close to release date. So this right. was actually the, t- the title of the story. Before I, I went off on a slight tangent on on my my general sort of, you know, Amusing. but uh, Dead Space, re- Dead Space remake may include cut content from the original yeah. uh, release. So this was creative director. Uh, director Roman Campos Oriola said, "Quote: We started with the original level design of the original Dead Space." Mm-hmm. What's funny is that you can see some of the iterations that were made prior yeah. to ship by the team. In the first chapter, you can see some corridors they wanted to do first in a certain way, and then you can understand why they changed it for technical constraints or for some, or for some other reason. Um, so they they actually have so if they they remake it, it's it's in uh, Frostbite as well. Yeah, but they have the option there to actually reinstate. They u- they're using the original level design. They can actually put stuff back in. Um, he said, quote, uh, in terms of visuals, sound, gameplay and everything, we're rebuilding all of these assets. We're not porting them. It's not up the textures or adding more polygons. It's really rebuilding all these elements, shooting all the animations, etc. So it sounds quite close to the Shadow of the Colossus remake from Bluepoint, yeah. which, is, which is to say that they keep the original. They rebuild all of the, uh, all of the assets, basically. Right, okay. Um, which, you know, <laughs> again, it's like... Who who needs faithfulness? You know, it's it's like that weird thing where it's like it was like with, well, look at Resident Evil Two. It's like I don't know if if it's just the same Dead Space again, but it looks really beautiful. It's like sure, that's great, I'll play that. But I don't know. I'd always sort of be like, well, I wish you just did Dead Space Four or just I don't know something new. Or what whatever. would you do with Dead Space Four eight years after Three? Kind of. Uh, well, you wouldn't have to call it Dead no. Space Four. You could do a. You could just do another thing. You could do yeah, uh, anything in in that universe, or just with a different character, or maybe he sort of bumps into Isaac, or I don't know. It just seems like you know that's an intriguing universe. You've got those those amazing ships. You've got the yeah. necromorphs. You've got that central premise is still really really good. You could yeah. even I don't know who knows pick up with Isaac years down the line. Maybe he's an old veteran now, or mm. or just new new characters completely. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah so maybe. much to do there. If you've got a, an imagination and a, and a pen and paper, and I just sort of think it's a remake from a game from two thousand and seven, eight, eight, eight. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. I don't know, man. I, I think maybe this could be a way to jog people's memories that Dead Space is great. 
um, you know, yeah. if they haven't played it via backwards compatibility on Xbox or whatever. Um, and then, then they could sort of maybe uh, think about a reboot or a, or a new one or something. Yeah, I wonder if their if their attitude will if this is it's like a big success. I well, it might just be like, sort of proof of concept for <clears> motive. <throat> like, look, we we can we know what we're doing with this franchise, you know. Mm. Because Visceral yeah, yeah. aren't around anymore, so give it to <laughs> us, kind of thing. <clears throat> yeah, and I wonder if then they remake two, or if they well, then yeah, go. Don't know. Be it depends, I suppose. It'll be uh, interesting to see what happens. Yeah, hopefully they don't remake three. Well, if they did, it'd be interesting to see if they could kind of um, make that more interesting because the premise they, there was yeah. good as well. Because <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a ice planet. You know, you got yeah. all sorts of plenty the of thing, stuff you could the do thing that. type stuff you could do yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. I don't know and co-op was a nice idea but yeah it did sort yeah. of um, dilute things somewhat that's it that's it like yeah. I'm way more excited for the Callisto Protocol which is the people well, yeah. who did Dead Space like that's always going to interest me more because it's the people exactly. and, yeah. and yeah. it looks almost Dead Space like it's whole sort of vibe is kind of like that sort of feels like Dead Space 4 in a kind of spiritual way well, that, yeah you know well, it's it's Glenn Schofield's thing, you know, and Steve Papoutsis, who did Dead Space 2 and 3, he's, you know, obviously experienced, and they're both on that, so it's exciting. Mm. Callisto Protocol yeah, yeah, is, yeah. is genuinely exciting. I mean, you could you could almost treat that as your Dead Space 4, in a yeah. way. maybe I will, in my, yeah. in my mind. Yeah. Uh, next on the list is Grid Legends, mm. which promises a next-generation motorsport story from Codemasters. I, yeah. You like a bit of Grid, don't you? I do, I do. It's funny, though. I saw in the comments people going, why does this racing game need a story? It's like, well, Grid <laughs> kind of <laughs> always had a story. <laughs> yeah, um, Grid is one of those games that sort of passed me by. And I know you quite uh, liked it. I, yeah, I do. I really them, like the Grid games. Was there two or three There's games? three. There's Grid, Grid 2 and Grid Autosport. Oh, and Grid. Uh, sort of reboot. And, yeah, so like a four. reboot of Grid. <laughs> yeah. So Grid Legends, so, uh, I guess, is the sequel to... The Grid reboot, yeah. Yeah, Grid, grid Quan. Yeah. Uh, it looks like this, Damn, this it's latest too painful. one is... I can't, I can't. It, <laughs> heavily laughing. focused around the, uh, around the story mode. It's set mm. around the return of the Grid World series. Uh, well, live action, uh, yeah. Yeah, live action cutscenes as though it's like a sort of faux documentary. Mm. Sounds kind of kind of weird. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, 130 routes, including Brands Hatch. Lovely. Uh, Indianapolis and that grid circuits, mm. San Francisco, Paris, and over a hundred vehicles to choose from. So if you're a fan of grid, then yeah. you know get on it. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, like grid. I like grid. I this next story made me laugh loads, absolutely loads. District Nine director Neil Blomkamp uh, joins Gunzilla Game. I was unaware of Gunzilla Games, but that's a great name. Yeah, um, to work on a quote AAA multiplayer shooter. Um, as reported by IGN, Blomkamp has joined the studio as its chief visionary officer, um, mm. mm-hmm. which <laughs> which really made me laugh because if you're Neil Blomkamp and you're a, you're a film director, yeah, and uh, you you go in in league with a, a game studio that's making a triple A multiplayer shooter, and they say Neil, uh, we're going to make you the chief visionary officer. <laughs> if I was if I was Neil Blomkamp, I'd say. No, that's that's fine. You can just call me a consultant. Yeah. But he didn't. He didn't. He went. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm, am a visionary. I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> agree to that title actually. And yeah, that's, that's going on. Point. That's that'll. 
be on my LinkedIn. Uh, I was the chief visionary officer. Um, he I says, just think uh, of those toys with the holograms. <laughs> visionaries. <laughs> the visionaries, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> he gave an interview with uh, with, with IGN saying uh, quote it comes from a place of bringing directorial skills that would be along the lines of the films that I've done before uh, to the aesthetic of the game because these idiots uh, don't know what they're doing they don't they know what they're me. doing these I'm game directors <laughs> <laughs> I'm the yeah I'm the first chief visionary officer yeah. of any game ever so fuck CVO. you CVO yeah, CV, I'm the CVO, bitch. Yeah. Yeah, he's got that on his business card. Yeah. Um, it's one of yeah, his metal she, business cards, probably. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's all punched steel. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, it just says CVO, blonde cam. <laughs> uh, no good to anyone at all. Um, but yeah, it looks kind of interesting. The studio itself, Gunzilla, mm-hmm. includes veterans uh, Timur Davidenko, who previously led development on the Cry engine for Far Cry, Warface, and Crisis. Yeah. And uh, it's also got Olivier Henrard, or hen hen h e n r o i t i want to say henra henroy like, henro hen well if it's like poirot maybe it's hen cuz benoit right yeah oh, henra yeah, maybe oh god it's complicated yeah. henro uh, henroy henro <laughs> <laughs> Well, know. anyway olivier says hmm. uh, 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 he he uh, worked on um Splinter Cell, Chaos Theory, and Blacklist, and most of the Assassin's Creed series up to Origins. So, Super. You know, well, it's could, good, could good pedigree, be, that. Yeah, yeah, could be interesting. Mm. And Chief Visionary Officer, mm. uh, Neil Blomkamp, who um, I'm not a big fan of, to be honest. But you, you know, know. I feel yeah, like District I'd... 9 was his best film, and yeah. then the rest, yeah. 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 yeah, pretty much. And actually... I I did I thought District Nine was decent enough, if mm-hmm. a bit heavy-handed. But I, you know, I, I didn't love a bit. I, I didn't love District Nine. I just sort of thought, yeah, it was a good sci-fi. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, it was but good. I do, it was, I good. Tell you it was what, a good film. But yeah, it was the, a decent. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I was really excited when they the rumours were going that he was going to do an Alien. But of course, well, that yeah, because, because that I, I kind of um, followed that concept he had that yeah. idea. Yeah. And I liked it. I mean, the yeah. retconning Alien Three. I don't know, but yeah, it was no. definitely. Um, it was an yeah. interesting take. I don't know. I would like to have seen yeah, it. Yeah. And of course, it wound up being Prometheus, which because Ridley Scott said, "Well, actually, I'm I'm going to yeah. do it. Actually, so. I'm going to make a <laughs> a less interesting version. <laughs> have this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, with a load of weird milk-coloured men. Yeah. So yeah. shut up. Mm. Um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, The Siege of Paris. Have you yes, seen this? I have. Is it, August 12th. This is, it's an expansion, a DILK, a DLC. Yeah. Um, it's not going to let you run about Paris willy-nilly, is it? I don't know. I don't know. I still haven't played the first expansion. No, I'm you're still stuck st- on the river raids, famously. Oh, what? oh no, sod that. No. <laughs> I did one river raid and I was like, yeah, I get, I get what this is. I don't, yeah, I don't need this. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, I'm trying to blooming 100% it, much to my... Um, Jesus. Yeah, just, oh, it's stupid. I've already yeah. pay, played like 110 hours and I've still got loads to do. It's just like, there's too much. God. Honestly, oh. Ubisoft Montreal, you need to rein it the fuck in because it's yeah. too much. Yeah. I don't Absolutely. need but, all that. you know... You're still playing it, man. So I've, they I'm ain't not, gonna I've rain given it in. up. I've given well, it's up. 110 hours. Yeah, I've finished um, the game. I'm not. I'm not interested in. Uh, <laughs> he's all the collectibles I didn't even. Now. I, well, I, I think I got right towards the end. What was my last thing that I did in Valhalla? I got bored of that game quite quick. It's a lot of like busy I, work, mate. Uh, yeah, 
Yeah, uh, but I loved it for the first like five hours, nipping about. Anyway, I should read the news. Um, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> the siege of Paris will drop part way through. Uh, there's a there's a kind of uh, a little festival called the Siegerblot Festival running from July nineteenth through to August nineteenth. Yeah, uh, DLC expansion, and about halfway through. Um, it will have you sailing to the kingdom of Francia, which is yeah, France, I guess. Mm. You'll engage the forces of Charles the Fat, which is brilliant. Excellent. Um, as you Do and you your Vikings... Fat? Oh, that Charles the Fat, that's great. Um, <laughs> and, we, uh, we need to call you Josh the something. What, what do you want to be? I could be Josh the Fat. I've put some pounds oh, right. on in lockdown. That'd be oh, all right. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah good. Uh, as you and your Vikings forge new alliances. Among other things, the expansion will see the debut of... Uh, this really makes me laugh because I can't think of a better way to sum up why I don't like Ubisoft games. Um, <laughs> it's set in the Viking era and it has black box infiltration missions. What is that? Do what you, you, me... you're going through uh, crashed planes and yeah, retrieving I their data. That do you know what that is really subtle, um, but I hate it, and I and I'll never forget. Assassin's Creed Origins running about Egypt and some twat with a bow and arrow shouts out to his colleague target is within range how's that for anachronism can you imagine an ancient Egyptian shouting target is within range <laughs> yeah you might like, as well go Oscar, target is Oscar Mike oh Tartango whiskey oh he's in range like this is <laughs> rubbish you've just yeah. ported that over from the division oh I, I shouldn't moan about Ubisoft too much but they and there are Ubisoft games I do like don't get me wrong. Yeah, you know, they've, I, they've I feel like um, crackers, but yeah. Assassin's Creed, as much as I love it, and I reviewed Valhalla really well because I did enjoy it. Mm. Um, there is a bit too much bloat going on these days. They need to yeah, yeah. calm down. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, chill out. Just bloody well chill out. Uh, I don't need a right. hundred hours. It doesn't have to be a hundred hours. No, God, I mean, no. Eighty hours and is it, fine. Sixty no. hours, even. Hundred. No. That no. no. Stop. Do it. If you if you did it for thirty hours, thirty would um, be wonderful. I I and didn't they say that they were doing that with Valhalla? By the way, they were like, oh, don't expect it to be uh, well, you know, Odyssey. They, they said like the rubbish. story can be done in like twenty five hours. Oh, I'm sure it can, but no one just does the story. I do. Do you? Well, I actually tell a lie. I do get all the climby, sinky things. I do all of them well, exactly. to get all the map. Well, because you, you need know. to get about the map, so that's essential. Because otherwise yeah, you yeah. gallop in everywhere. Oh, I, I, I usually spend about three hours just doing that and nothing but that at the beginning. And then I do the story. <laughs> well, then, the then story there's always like a, a sort of big cult to take down, isn't there? And there's no way I'm letting oh, any yeah, of those yeah, cult yeah. members survive. No. That, that That's going to be done. I did all that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Just saying. Oh, dear. Dearie me. Uh, right, let's get quizzical. Let's get quizzical. Have Ooh. a jingle and uh, okay. we'll summon Matt from upstairs. Okay, alright, well, are you guys ready? I personify a place, it's a video game setting. Do we need the rules at this point? I read out a number of clues as this personified setting. You say stop if at any point you have inklings and rumblings of ideas, and then you say what that place is, if you say it and it's the right place, you win. Stop. Stop. I'll go through the clues as many times as you like, and I have, as ever, backup clues, because I don't like drawers. It's quiz time, that time of the week, that time of the day. We're joined by uh, Matt from upstairs. Hello, Matt. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm very good. I've been playing a lot of the same mm. games as you and uh, you and Rich recently. A bit of Skyward mm. Sword, a bit of Ace Attorney, a bit of Death's Door. Ooh. Oh, lovely. Wow. Did you um? Did you miss not being on the pod last week? Uh, 
Yeah, to an extent. I guess the stress levels were lower, though, you know. Because yeah. <laughs> not having to fend Rich off in the quiz. Yeah, I suppose, you know, I suppose. He, well, well Dan, Dan gave a good account of himself. Didn't he win? I forgot. Uh, well, you won because you sort of swooped. He couldn't oh, get that the... Was it. It was sort oh, of joint was, effort, was wasn't it? it? I think he got the name of, of it. It was... Um, I did uh, Butcher Bay from the Chronicles of Riddick. That's right. Oh, Butcher Bay. wow. And he... It was quite good because he worked out the... He said uh, he said, he said to me, oh, I've got the name of the game, uh, but I haven't got the setting. And then I said, well, that's sort of impossible. Because um, <laughs> yeah, the setting is in it, the name. <laughs> because it, but it turned out that he had the first half of the name. The Chronicles, had the Chronicles of Riddick, of Riddick. yeah. Mm, he sort of forgot the... But yeah, so it was kind of like a shared thing because he, he sort of told Rich the game and then Rich sort of swooped. But it, it go down that, go down on the record as a Rich win. That does sound like spiritually, a Rich. Spiritually, yeah. yeah. Uh, I accept that. That does sound like a sneaky, a sneaky re- <laughs> Rich swoop. But I, I accept that. I acknowledge that it was, uh, it was a joint <laughs> yeah. effort. Come on. Gracious, gracious. Right, clue number one. Let's get going. Yeah. Uh, I have featured in many video games, and my most recent appearance was this year. Oh, my goodness. Right out the gate, it's already Clue number two. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant. Uh, Clue number two. I'm ideal for a gothic city break. But watch out for all the monsters. Gothic out Gothic. this year. Yeah, what's that about? <laughs> hmm. Clue number three. Clue number three. Mm-hmm. Given the recent pandemic, I'm an ideal destination for doctors, but also for creatures of the night. A Gothic Stop. hospital. Matt Go Morgan. On. Is it the village from Resident Evil Village? Incorrect. I like Ooh, it. I like your style. Though. Yeah, 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 Stop. yeah, yeah. Oh my uh, god. Matt Lorigan. Is it Castle Demonstrae from Resident Evil Village? Incorrect. Okay, okay, that's fine. Hold on. Uh, clue number four. No, yeah, go on. Sorry. Uh, I have been <laughs> rebuilt many times, and hold on. You're not doing Dracula's Castle again, are you? <laughs> 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 It'd be quite good if I did the same thing multiple times, just with different yeah. clues every. I think. You well, wouldn't cotton on until... Uh, well, oh yeah, it was kind of similar, but no, it's not that, it's not that. All right. uh, I have been rebuilt many times, and once I was uh, burned down. Hmm. 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 Stop, Clue number five. Stop, Ooh, stop. Rich Walker. Is it the house from The Medium? Incorrect. That old house. <laughs> It's not, is it? No, that was burnt down. <laughs> yeah, it, it, would you recommend the house uh, as a city break? Yeah, well, it's near that hotel, <laughs> isn't it? It's, In the Polish countryside. It's, yeah, it's close to the amenities. Why not? Maybe if it was a countryside break, but... Yeah. Um, All right, fine. Know. City break, gothic, rebuilt. Clue, no, clue <gasps> number five. Uh, no. The people that built me also uh-huh. once built Paris... Oh, that's oh. annoying. Okay. Uh, oh, bloody hell! See, now I'm thinking Assassin's Creed Unity, but that can't be right. Nah. Yeah. What? No. Oh, <laughs> could it be? Ah, <laughs> uh, stop. Rich Walker, St Paul's Cathedral from Watchdogs Legion. 
Incorrect. That was last year. Shit. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, more clues, please. I don't know. <laughs> well, those are all the clues I had written down, but I can oh. uh, I can spice some up. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be good. That'd be good stuff. Fe- featured in many video games, and uh, my most recent appearance was uh, this year. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> I've been rebuilt many times, and I once burned down uh, in a famous fire. Oh. Stop. Oh, it is somewhere in London, isn't it? Uh, Matt Lorigan. Oh, n- no, I don't. Okay. Uh, oh, I thought you said stop. Yeah, no, I did. But then Rich, is, Rich just saying that threw me off and I remembered the clue wasn't right for what I this feel is. like it... What, what's, wasn't St. Paul's Cathedral burned down and rebuilt? Clue number three. Maybe I got the game wrong. I am ideal for a gothic city break, but watch out for all the monsters. Oh, uh, don't think there's any monsters in uh, St. Paul's Cathedral, are there? <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe, I think I, I should know. probably get off this um, train of thought, maybe. Clue number four. The people that once built me also built Paris. Oh, yeah, that doesn't work either. Clue number five. Given the recent pandemic, I'm an ideal destination for doctors, but also for creatures of the night. Hmm. Vampires. <clears throat> Va- something vampires. Vampires. Uh, Westminster Abbey. Where where burned down, Matt? Come on, think. Place that burned down and was rebuilt. I I think I know what the game is, and I yeah. don't know the location in that game because I've not played it. But you have played it, Rich. I think I have played it, and it was this year. What have I played this year? I mean, time Ugh. time has lost all meaning, hasn't it, recently? So. It really has. I mean, honestly, I feel like 2020 and 2021 might as well be the same year. That They've all merged <laughs> Just like one, one big, long year. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I, I know one level. I'm fixated on London okay, for okay, some reason. Stop. Am I right to be fixated on London? Uh, Matt Lorigan. <laughs> Is it Berlin from Hitman 3? Incorrect. Oh, that's a really good train of thought. But vampires, though, creatures of the night. But it's been oh, other maybe games. It doesn't mean isn't vampires. It? Yeah. yeah. And all. Oh. I don't Burned know. Burned what... down and rebuilt. Maybe I might have got the game wrong. I might have sent you on a wild goose chase here, Rich. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's where I'm at in terms of because it has appeared in multiple video games. Yeah. I can't think of any games that are coming out this year that are like long-running series so in my head it's a real-life place and obviously the hitman devs built paris or they had a paris level didn't they yeah hitman um three. what the, levels are in hitman the only other three? thing i'm thinking is paris was what remember me like neo paris and that was don't yeah. nod, but they've not brought out a game this year have they no the people who made me and that implies the developer of the game so what do, yeah like you, you were on the probably the right track with assassin's creed but well, that's uh, what I thought. I thought Assassin's Creed Unity. Gothic, Creatures of the Night. Probably give this one away. I don't uh, like that. You know I don't like that, okay. Josh. Well, uh, all right, I'll give you ten seconds. Ten. Uh, no more spice. Nine, Is that all the spice? Eight. Oh, did seven, you even spice it? What, what six, was the spice? Five. <laughs> Ridiculous. Four, three. Two. Stop. One. Rich Walker. Uh, Dartmoor from Hitman 3. Incorrect. Stop. The answer I was looking stop. for. Stop. 
Um, I'll give you. I'll give you this last one. Rich Walker. What was it? Uh, Dubai from <laughs> <laughs> Stop. The answer I was Stop. looking for this week was London from the game Vampire. Oh, <clears throat> what? I've been featured you know in many video that. games. I thought that. And you were on the right track with Don't Nod, Matt. Oh, oh sure. I was on the right track with yeah, Don't Nod. I were. got really stuck on 2021, I think. Oh, um, do you know what? I wanted to say that. Vampire was in my head somewhere. Oh, I'm never going to live this down. <laughs> <laughs> featured in many video games. My most recent appearance was this year in the video game Last Stop. I've been rebuilt many times <sighs> because London has been in real life and has appeared <sighs> in many video games. Once as a result of a famous fire, the Fire of London. I'm ideal for a gothic city break. It's pretty gothic in Vampire, but watch out for all the monsters. Given the recent pandemic was a trick question referencing the Spanish influenza of 1918. Oh, that's a good one. And an ideal destination for doctors, Jonathan Reed was the protagonist of the game, but also for creatures of the night because they use the pandemic as cover to drink whoever they want to drink. And yes, Matt was on the right track. People that built me also once built Paris or Neo Paris. Don't nod entertainment. I was trying to be specific. <laughs> I, would, I should have just said London. Mm. And I'm playing Last I Stop, felt so like that's galling as well. Did you think of uh, Vampire then? Was it in I your did, head somewhere? yeah, but I thought, no, nah, that doesn't make sense. Because I didn't uh, think of the Remember Me connection. And even when Matt uh, said it, I, I didn't. I thought that one. <laughs> right. I was sure when Matt sort of highlighted that, I was like, oh, one of them's going to get it now. No. I no, don't know what. I, I think I got annoying. hyper-focused on the the words 2021 for some reason I, and then I was only trying to think of games this year rather than being like it's been in a game this year but it's for a time before that was because yeah, you even said when you were uh, going through your rationale you were like he said it came out this year so like I think it's a like a real place as yeah. opposed to like a you know well, so I, I said sort of thought, oh, I'm fixated on London well, you, so yeah, you, yeah, you said me. the word London a lot, Rich. I'm not gonna yeah. <laughs> you, said, you said the answer multiple times during that quiz. I said uh, London from Watch Dogs Legion, didn't I? Yeah, you, you did. Well, you said St. Paul's, I think. St. Paul's Yeah, you, did, yeah, you, you never answered London either. Well, because I thought Gothic. I thought it's got to be specific building if it's Gothic. Mm. Nah, it's just London, isn't it, mate? Uh, Especially in Vampire. Anyway, yes. Mm. Uh, well, well done to any listeners who come forward and claim it. And thank you very much to Matt from upstairs. Thank you. We shall have to uh, talk uh, to the listeners. Not directly, of course. Imagine if we had a phone in, sir. Oh, oh, that'd, that'd be great. That. That'd be fantastic. That'd be quite quite mad, wouldn't we it? Should we should set sort of get up. like a phone set up, and then people could just ring in. If you that'd did, I'd great. start. I'd start ringing in with like funny voices. Pretending to be yeah. listeners, slagging off well, that, that in itself is brilliant. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, just sort of spreading malicious rumors. But no, we need a catchy uh, phone time. number jingle as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll 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 have to workshop that. You can mm. maybe sort of be in charge of that. All right, uh, good. But yeah, thank you very much, Matt, for upstairs, and we shall see you soon. And it's about that time for the questions. Cheers, Matt. Bye. Well, yeah. If you put loads on, you're just spitting foam, spitting foam, spitting, 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 spitting. Then you brush, brush, brush. Yeah. You don't. Question series, comments and queries, you send them in and we'll talk about them, including your quandaries. First one from, uh, well, the name is quite frankly incredible. It's from Joe Levitt. He doesn't say Gordon Levitt, but in fact, Maybe actually, it is. I think it no, is. No, he him. makes that quite clear at the end. Oh. Um, yeah, he says not the one from when Inception. Are, when are we going to get a celebrity correspondent? I want someone, I want a celeb. Well, yeah, we'll get, we'll get one eventually. <laughs> uh, he, point, he points to Inception. 
which, mm. I, which I always think is interesting. Like he says, yeah. not the one from Inception. Is that what Joseph Gordon-Levitt's like? Mo- I mean, it's not that he's wrong. It's just interesting that he it's landed on Inception. Probably like, his biggest film. But, I mean, it. you could cite Brick or something like that because he's the lead well, in it. Well, actually, the one I would go to, because, but it's the biggest... Inception is the biggest film that Joseph Gordon-Levitt has been in. Yeah. But I would argue that Joseph Gordon-Levitt's biggest film is probably 500 Days of Summer because that was, like, a massive deal. And he was, like, the main character. He's a supporting character in Inception. So it's I mean, kind of I always like- go uh, straight to Third Rock from the Sun, personally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, th- yeah, and that's good because it's got... Um, John Lithgow. John Lithgow. Excellent in it. In so, it. yeah, yeah, mm. terrific stuff. Anyway, so Joe Joe Levitt says, "Yeah, uh, hello, video gamer. All this talk of the highly anticipated Grinch Quan. He's spelt Grinch Quan K W A N. Is it a Q? It's it's supposed to. It was a Q in the dream. Mm, I mean, dream. I don't think that's subject to change either. I'm sorry. No, I don't either. Yeah. Um, he says it's had me thinking of movie games. So this mm-hmm. is a twofold question, really. Number one. And the thing is, right, I'll say before he says this, when I read this email, I thought, well, Joe, you've absolutely, not only have you nailed it, but actually you've taken the words straight out of my head Ooh. because then he describes exactly what my answer would be. So, so the first bit, he says, what genre <clears throat> would you expect the movie tie-in game for Grinch Quan to be? And then he says, and this is actually incredible because the detail yeah. that he puts on here, he goes... I'm thinking of a generic Game Boy Advance side-scrolling adventure. That is spot on what I would have said. I don't know ah. why. It could, have, it could have been anything. It could have been PS2, those crummy PS2 Tiger. But for, for whatever reason, when he first like said that, I thought Game Boy Advance side-scrolling no. or isometric angle. See, um, <clears> and then he says, hold on, yeah, hold on. Right. And then he goes, a bizarre rhythm game. He goes, either a Game Boy Advance side-scrolling adventure yeah. or a bizarre rhythm game that requires a Grinch-themed peripheral. I'm interested in your thoughts. Uh, what I, are your um, thoughts, Richmond, well, as, as, the, as the dreamer behind Grinch? Well, I immediately went to sort of PS2 collect-a-thon platform <laughs> with loads yes, of shiny yeah, trinkets yeah. to collect. Which would have a Game Boy Advance version, let's yeah, be honest. Yeah, definitely. The side-scrolling Game Boy Advance version would definitely be a thing. Yeah, yeah, but the PS2 yeah, yeah. Uh, collect-a-thon platformer would be the lead. <laughs> 3D, but sort of shonky, sort of buggy, mm. bad collision yeah. detection, yeah. clipping. Really, Spot really, really <laughs> terrible. <laughs> rushed, yes. rushed movie tie-in. Really rushed out the door <laughs> with a load of bugs and bullshit. Just Michael yes. Sheen comes in to record a few lines. <laughs> sort of really phones yeah. them in. Can't be and then what's, And then there's like a visible change in audio quality because what they've actually <laughs> done is pull is pull some of the lines directly from the yeah, film. Yeah, and done it That's really poorly. That's classic. They sort of yes. recorded it with the mic in front of the telly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. On his question, I agree with you about the Game Boy Advance. When he says the Bizarre Rhythm game, the grinch theme peripheral, I'd like you to imagine the steering wheel that was released for Mario Kart on the Wii, yeah. but in the middle is Michael Sheen's grinning face <laughs> as Grinch Kwan, and it's sort of like... Do you remember Bop It? Yeah. Do you remember like Bop a big It? big nose, you Bop yeah. It. <laughs> you, have to like, you have to, like, press his nose and flick his little ears or whatever. <laughs> And he's got grinchy green ears. That I love that. Uh, Can yeah. I just say that Michael Sheen would definitely give the likeness rights for that peripheral? I think he would. Like, yeah, absolutely. That's that's yeah. big money. That's big money. Do you know, um, it, it it troubles me that 
we talk about all this great stuff and Michael mm. Sheen's just oblivious. He's just yeah. living his life, going through the He's world. He's living his life and he, he knows doesn't nothing know of this. that this project is on his doorstep. It's right yeah. there. There's no script, which many would find freeing. It's like, um, sorry, Michael, do you not like, you know, billions <laughs> of pounds? <laughs> do you not? Do you not yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you not like peripheral wheels for games on the Wii? Yeah, do you not want to be in the greatest blockbuster ever made? Right, and then he's got a part two to uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's question. Um, what is the best movie game ever made? I always liked the Lord of the Rings games as a kid, but mm. I'm not sure how they hold up by modern standards. He then said, I, I would say, right, if we just draw a slight distinction between the movie game yeah. and the movie tie-in game. Because right. when you've got games like Scarface, The Godfather, and The Warriors, they're games, they've had 30-odd years to actually make sure so that those games are... Re- yeah. Do you know? So that you don't really get the rush constraints. It's like, mm. well, The Godfather was EA, and The Warriors was bloody Rockstar. If I could have all of those ge- from all of those, I would simply choose The Warriors, because I think it's terrific. But... I thought you'd be a From Russia With Love man. Uh, well, well... Uh, yeah, no, no right. don't get me wrong. I have got a soft spot, but the thing is, is that the Warriors is just much better. Right. Um, okay. As a game, it's just like three D Streets of Rage. It's fucking incredible. I, yeah. Oh, oh, I remember it. Well, God, I remember it. Love that game so much. Um, mm. but if we're talking tie-in games, funnily enough, I actually think last week's quiz probably has to get it. I think the Chronicles of Riddick: Escape from Butcher Bay was one of the biggest surprises. I mean, yeah. In, in the industry's that, that history. Is up there. It's mental. It came out same year, 2004, with the Chronicles of Riddick, but it was just ridiculous. It was getting like nines and tens and mm. stuff. I mean, it's kind of an unglamorous answer that a lot of people forget about, but it probably is just that. And then he finishes off with, uh, thanks for the best video game and confectionery chat. Um, <laughs> and then saying, I've been munching on gold bars far more than is good for me recently. Ooh. All the best. Joe Levitt, not the does, one from um, Inception. Does Joe Levitt know that Cadbury's have come out with their own caramilk I saw this. I saw yeah. this. Um, if you want to report on that, Joe, get back to us on the caramilk thing. It, I mean, I'm sceptical, but who knows? It could be really, really good. Well, again, um, veganism counts me out of this conversation. Yeah, well, you can just listen to me and Joe while we just That's fine. Sort of riffing on it. Yeah. I have the memory of caramac. It's, it's fine. I don't need yeah. to revisit that. Yeah. Uh, this one from uh, Tim Bot, which I quite mm. like. Um, yeah, hey, like guys. What do you think uh, was the best year for video games this side of the millennium, and why? Do you know what? This one first. Two thousand and seven. Mm. It was brought to my attention. Was an absolute cracker. An oh, yeah, amazing yeah. One, one the, year. You had Bioshock. You had like, um, was it Portal, Portal that year? Yep. Uh, Halo uh, three. Halo three. Yeah. Call of Duty Four: Modern Warfare. Yeah. Loads of amazing. Super Mario games. Galaxy. Yeah. Uh, Mass yeah. Effect. Yeah, <laughs> there you Crisis, go. the I orange mean, box. You, I mean, it, it. yeah, the list yeah. goes on. Assassin's Creed One. Yeah, um, yeah. Two thousand seven is like one of the whenever anyone says what's the what's the best year for video games. I think there is Go like on, Unchart- the first Uncharted as well. Ratchet and yeah, Clank, yeah, yeah. Blooming Tools first of Destruction, Uncharted. Uh Metroid Prime Three. Yeah, to a lesser extent, three, but yeah, still great. Um, mm. Twenty seventeen was 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 is also the other one that that everyone uh, quickly points oh, to. Oh, that's very good. Breath, Breath of the Wild, Horizon, Horizon Zero, Zero Dawn, Dawn yeah. Super Mario Odyssey, Resident Evil Seven. It's interesting. Breath was of the Wild, Assassin's Creed Resident Origins Evil. as well. Like, yeah, that was a yep. good one. Yeah. Assassin's Creed Origins, Breath of the Wild, and Resi are all games that like in a fairly big way changed their series. Mm. 
It's kind of interesting. But also, Horizon Zero Dawn, PUBG, Cuphead, Destiny 2, Super Mario Odyssey, What Remains of Edith Finch, Prey, Night in the Woods, Hellblade, Lost Legacy. Like, 2070 is massive. I would always point, however, to a year that is less of a big spread. And those, those kind of those two years are always like 2017, 2007 is huge. What I think is like simultaneously the most underrated and also probably the most important year for games this side of the millennium is 2001 yeah okay it's fucking mental it's grand theft auto 3 and to be honest with you i could not name any other games and we could just talk for another half an hour about how important gta 3 is but it also had halo combat evolved it also had silent hill 2 it also had metal gear solid 2 it had tony hawk's pro skater 3 which is widely considered to be the best in the series super smash brothers melee Final Fantasy mm. X, Devil May SSX Cry tricky. 1, Super SSX Smash Tricky, Bros. Yeah. Jack and Daxter, yeah. Mm. All, all oh, of it. All of hell it. Hell of a year. Yeah. Uh, like that Black. year is just bonkers. Um, Max Payne? Um, no, not Max Payne. Yeah, Max Payne. No. It was because it celebrated its 20th anniversary like this week. Max Payne was 99. No. What? Yeah. I don't think so. Hold on. I know so. Wait a minute. No. July 23rd, 2001. Sorry. Oh, Sorry, Josh. Yeah. It's not. It's 99. It no, it's not. I hate being proved wrong. Especially Sam, Sam Lake did a th- whole like video message. Like, early, All right, well, in that, case, last, like, last week. in that case, add Max Payne to it. Yeah. Uh, I'll allow that then. Um, but yeah. <laughs> On emotion. Yeah. Final Fantasy X. You loving that? Yeah, well, Phoenix Wright, mate. Oh, come on. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, it, it's huge. I'd, I'd have to mm. say 2001. Yeah, that's big got time. Got yeah, to. you'll be loving this. Shenmue 2. Yeah. James Bond, the have an agent under fire. Ico. Yeah, Ico is, would be one of the big ones. I think that the top, like, five would be GTA 3, Silent Hill 2, Metal Gear Solid 2, Halo, and Grand probably Turismo Ico 3 for me. Well. I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, big time, big time, Grand big time. Yeah, 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 I'll give you that. You can have that. I, I am mm. infuriated that Max Payne came out in 2001. I could have sworn that was 1999. No, no, I was at uni. I remember um, my housemate playing it on his PC at, when it had come out. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I also I remember my friend playing it on PC because I could never get anything to work on PC in the yeah. early 2000s because we had a shit PC. Actually, we had a PC that didn't have a sound card. Really? Wow. <laughs> yeah, like well, I remember him having like... a, a bug where Max's head would sort of bounce up and down when as he right. ran. Yeah, that's, that's good. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I uh, will do one more question. Yeah. Um, okay. This one from Richard Anderson. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Little Dindo says uh, Solero is king. He's talking about the ice cream yeah. uh, debate. Yeah. Goes Solero is king, and while I'm at it. 70% dark chocolate four finger Kit Kat is the best chocolate bar. It's very good. I don't know. Is it the, is it the best? Mm. Yeah, I was, I, mean, I was sort of. He's obviously entitled kinda, to his opinion. Yeah. Dark <laughs> finger Kit Kat. I mean. Because uh, we said Solero last week, didn't he? Yeah. And. Yeah. Um, and he sort of poop, and he was sort of poo pooing the uh, the because uh, we, we, me and you, really like the Twister lolly, don't we? Yeah, um, yeah, it's excellent. And he was, and I think the subject line to, uh, to to Richard Anderson's email was something like, you know, screw the Twister, you know. I mean, there's no, no need for that. I mean, live and let no. live. No. You know, I'll give you your Solero <laughs> thing, but don't be coming at the Twister like that. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Actually, I should just check his subject line to make sure I'm not like spreading lie, sp- spreading slander again about him. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that I read the subject line of the email and just thought he can't have a go at Twister lollies like that. Mm. It's out of um, order. No, yeah, I, th- I thought it was way. It was way I mean, who's to say that you know the Solero would even exist without the Twister? His twister was a line, trailblazer. His subject line was, I look down on a twister. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Can't believe it. Having a go. Shocking. Yeah, right. That would just I mean, about it, do I, us. I'm just, I'm just going to say, with that line, Richard Anderson reminds me a bit of Mr. Peanut. <laughs> what, sort of snooty with a yeah, cane and a monocle? exactly. Yeah, looking down on a twister. Yeah. Unbelievable. It is way too much. It's rude. Yeah. Uh, thanks as ever to uh, Andy B, Adam Cook, Colour Behern for the musical stings. Get mm. yourself off uh, Snapchat, Instagram, yep. don't bother with it. Get yourself Good on advice. Twitter. Yeah. Nah, I mean, R- I, Richie W82, yeah. classic. He's tweeting about stuff. Not really. Uh, <laughs> no, not really. I, I never tweet. He never tweeted that picture of the rain, by the way. Loaded no, well, I just thought well, maybe people would be able to track me down. If I you know mm. post a picture of my road, and I'll be oh, yeah, people yeah. knocking on the door and then rainy road, they're like, ne- I, I yeah, know exactly. the way that the the way that the rain hits this tarmac. Next that could only know, be. <laughs> next thing you know, it's like Elvis Presley in Graceland, isn't it? Yeah, you know, loads of people coming to my house. <laughs> you get like a decoy double rich walker yeah. <laughs> who looks a bit like you, but he wears glasses and yeah. a cap. <laughs> exactly. What if I want to wear glasses and a cap, though? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you fucked yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. You have to rethink that. Damn it. Uh, get yourself on... Oh, podcast at videogamer.com is the email. Yeah. Uh, send in your, 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 your musings. Get over to videogamer.com mm. for uh, all your video gaming needs, obviously. And xboxachievements.com um, and playstationtrophies.org, obviously. Could do. You could want do. a bit of that? If you want a bit We're of all that, friends but... here. We're all sister <laughs> sites. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah I think that'll just about do us it's goodbye from me goodbye it's goodbye from Rich goodbye and we shall see you next week bye bye